Hello, everybody. What is going on? Welcome to the High on Soccer podcast with your favorite hosts, myself, Dylan Monroy, and Jorge Martinez. Yo, 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 yo. What is up, Jorge? What's going on, bro? What is up, man? Just chilling, man. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times ahead, bro. Because uh, some bad for me Ooh. happened. Uh, we, I mean, I feel like we have to talk about it, but I was telling you right before this podcast, like, I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. Huge deal. Absolute huge deal. Well, I guess we're just going to start there. And I'm talking Manchester United's horrific loss, 4-1 to one against oh, Watford. Bottom of the, the freaking table. What the fuck is that about? You tell me. Bro, I don't... (laughs) I woke up for this game. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. It was horrible. At 7 a.m. Pacific time. Watching this match. Losing to Watford. The the players on Man United just kind of giving up. Like... Yeah. De Gea saving their butts multiple times. Like always. Two penalties. Save like come on man. This could not have been a worse match for Ole Gunnar's whole scar, and that is now the reason he's gone. He has been sacked the boot, Jorge. And he had a whole exit interview where he was all crying and shit. Like man that was a little unnecessary. Yeah, like I get it. He's a club legend and everything. But like but, that, that shouldn't happen, yeah. bro. Like he, you know, leave peacefully. And that's you know, it. leave like, with your respect and move forward. It's, it's kind of like it, it. Just it didn't need to happen. It it didn't need to happen at all, and it was, ah, man. It, to me, it felt embarrassing for him, and I was like, okay, dude. He has nothing to. He has nothing to explain. He he doesn't owe us an apology. Yeah, we get it. It it just didn't work out. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone was truly like actually like upset at Ole. I think at the end of the day, everyone just realizes that he was just not up for the job, and yeah, that's all right. Whatever you you gave it a shot, he did, and and he, it's he, on the club more than him that he's still there. It's not his fault. He's still there. Exactly. He didn't have the experience, and it, and it showed. And um, now, the Manchester United, you know. They, they're trying to grasp at straws, trying yeah. to get a... I don't know who's going to be the coach. Like, bro, do you hear Poach yeah, might be interested? But, like, <laughs> all right, man. I'm a Man United fan. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm going to be objective. Okay. Poach lives in Paris. All right, yeah, he does. He has... He's a manager of a club that has Mbappe, Neymar, and a guy named Messi. Yeah. And... He has a lot of money in that club, and he wants to go to Manchester mid-season after all this nonsense and ditch all that. Jorge, I don't know. Would you do it? Absolutely not, bro. I might not even do it. Like, I'm a fan. Yeah, why? Why would I do that? Why would I leave Paris? I just don't get it. I just uh, I read a couple articles that like. PSG doesn't really have a lot of rules, I guess, okay. for their, like, partying, you know, of the players oh, and things. Okay. And, like, they kind of do whatever the hell they want because they are who they are. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's true. And Poach okay. kind of, like, 
he doesn't like that. He likes, you know, more discipline, you know, strict kind of shit. But when you're managing egos like Neymar and Mbappe and Messi and Ramos and Marquinhos and those guys, like Donnarumma, yeah. It's kind of... Yeah, how can you? Do do what you guys want. Just make sure you're 100% on the pitch, you know? Yeah, because... To them, who's Pochino? Yeah, to them, it's like, dude, come on, man. So I understand why Poch might want to leave for that reason. Mm. And then uh, the rumor is Zidane, but we'll get into that another day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we are. I, I think, I think Zidane, real quick, has mentioned that he ha- that he does want to work with Mbappe, right? He has. Yeah, so and he said that. So this would be the perfect and every, opportunity. Yeah, and then PSG don't want Mbappe to leave. I think this would be this, the this, get. This is yeah. how you keep Mbappe. Yeah. So this is yeah. This, this is might definitely... be a win-win situation for both teams. To be quite honest, it, it could. Thinking about it, it could. So we can get. We'll, we'll get into this on, on another day. Cause yeah. I, I got actually. I, you got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. <laughs> now, see, I got. You getting, we're getting the ball rolling, but I don't want to go off on a tangent. We're getting the ball rolling, but. But anyways, like, yep. back, to, back. back to the game. Yeah. So anyways, that apology from Solskjaer didn't need to happen, but whatever. Uh, it uh, who will they get? I don't know. I know Poch. Poch was a like you mentioned. Poch is a, it seems to be the the front runner. Brandon Rogers has been uh, had his name thrown in the hat. Yeah, he's not gonna do a midseason. He has he's got no reason to. It's, yeah, I, you know, and I think he's a good coach. Uh, but he's just got no. He, he has no reason to he, leave right he's now. He's cool where he's at. He's cool where he's at. It's fine. So who would it be? No idea. It seems like every every single day it's not going to be Zidane. I no. know it seemed like Zidane at first, but now it's just like no. I don't think it's likely. Like um, he didn't speak English. That's yeah. already too much. <clears throat> when I realized he didn't speak English, not that it matters too much because that happens everywhere. But I feel like when you're on Manchester United yeah. in England and you have probably. A good group of the players being English national team players, <laughs> yeah. like you need to speak the language. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that. Yeah. I don't know, just for that club, for like mm-hmm. Madrid or something. I don't know. Maybe it's okay. But anyway, Manchester United lose at the foot of Watford, four to one. A thumping, dude. A what thumping? A, what a game, Joao uh, Pedro. Got to give credit nice. to Joe Pedro at the 90th minute. Got to give Josh King. Ismaili Sar eventually got his goal. Harry um, Maguire too. is trash. Didn't Dennis get a goal? Dude, Danny Van de Beek? No, Dennis. Oh, Dennis, yeah, yeah. he did get a goal. Yeah, 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 Dennis, yeah, at the 90th minute as well. Yeah, yeah. assist by Ben Foster. Shout out to the cycling goalkeeper. Yeah, and then did you see that Dan, uh, Danny Van Beek scored a goal? Oh yeah, dude! I, I was the texting irony. Yeah, I was texting <laughs> you, dude, uh, during that game. I was like, bro, Ole just threw on the Van de Beek and Marshall because he's like, fuck it, just have a go, <laughs> just go. <laughs> Prove he's me like, wrong, hey, Brad. It's like I'm, he's like, I'm getting fired tomorrow. Just, just do something. And it looked like it was going to work out for him for a second, you know? Because yeah. at that point, when Van de Beek scores, it's 2-1. It 2-1. So yeah. there's there's life. And then Joao Pedro at the and end. Dennis and then and then Dennis. destroys like, us. Doom, doom, just real quick. I don't know where. What the fuck? Harry right, Maguire. Harry Muck. I don't know. I you, can't even think of anything. Right whoever now. the next coach is, I have a thought that Harry Maguire will not 
be the captain of Manchester United. Yeah, man. I think Harry Maguire's been in the news for the wrong reasons lately. Yeah. Like, and since the start of the season, because it, it was at the start of the season when he had his his like altercation in Greece, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, so it's it, everyone quickly forgot about that, but damn, like it's you know what he is this a good look for Manchester United? It is not, and when you have leaders and role models like Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandez, Cavani, Cavani, Marcus Rashford is a huge role mo- role mm-hmm. model. Uh, David De Gea Varane Varane I feel like those guys deserve a nod at you know especially Cristiano yeah. or Bruno yeah. Or, I, yeah I definitely or those guys. see like, Cristiano or Bruno to get that captain's armband mm-hmm. and Harry Maguire is gonna have to let it go it is what it is <clears throat> but I agree with you now I don't, the only reason I could see it not being like Cristiano is cause I mean he may not play every single game Potentially, but yeah. anytime he's on the pitch, he'll be he'll be captain. The captain. Yeah, I can see that. And anyways, yeah. now we move on to a much happier game for my friend here, Jorge. Oh yeah. yes, yes, of yes. that aforementioned Brendan Rodgers losing with Leicester at the hand of Chelsea, three to nil. Jorge, how do you feel? Dude, it's just like it, Chelsea just can do no wrong. It seems like this is they they're just steamrolling over everyone. Why? Dude. Okay, okay. Come on, man. I see All hating right. over here. <laughs> All right, bro. Dude, look at the squad. Look at the lineup. <sighs> okay, let's see and the lineup, And it's another man. convincing win, and look at the lineup for Chelsea. Okay, you got Havertz at striker. hudson Odoi in Mount. Chilwell, Jorginho, Conte, and Hamas. Reese Hamas. <laughs> and Rudiger, Silva, and Chalaba. Excellent with Mendy. Okay, that's a good team, man. Yeah, it is. But you you plug in any player into any into of those, the system, into and the it works. And that's system. what I'm saying. They could do no wrong because right now, all everyone understands their role and plays their part. So it's a system. You're right. It's a system, but it works really well, and the players are flourishing. The players are Dude, doing chill well. excellent. Like in this, you know, I, I admire this of Chelsea uh-huh. for sure because Tuchel has this. Um, this lineup, right? And it never changes. It's always the same thing that's going to be put on the pitch. Just uh-huh. the players can be interchanged. That's how I play career mode, bro. Yeah, so I respect bro, that exactly. shit. Like, that's and like, it fucking <laughs> works, dude. That would be my managerial method. Yeah, you like, know what I mean? Tiago Silva, can you tell that he's 37 years old? No. No, no I dude, can't. He's just so smart that he's just Well, in the back three, you know, Chalaba... How do you say his name, bro? Chalaba, you said it right. Chalaba, okay. Chalaba does a lot. He right. does. He pushes up and covers a lot. Yeah, and with Conte covering the whole center, mm-hmm. I feel like gives Thiago Silva a little bit more time. Yeah. To react, and Rudiger has been excellent. Oh, just amazing, dude! Yeah. He got a goal as well. Chilwell and James, dude. Reese James. Reese James. Reece bro, James. okay, man. Both of them. This goes Reece back James. a couple years now where uh-huh. Jorge and I had uh-huh. this constant discussion yep. about, like, oh, Reese James is better than Aaron Wan Bissaka. This was years ago, yep. okay? Like, uh-huh. maybe Crystal Palace, right at Crystal Palace, like, just going yep. to Man United. Back in the day. And Jorge told me about this guy, Reese James. I'm like, dude, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I kept telling him. I kept telling him. He just didn't want to believe me. And and this is me giving him credit right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, because honestly, he's a good player. I like watching him. He is a. Um, I think one time, uh, 
I put I would comment it about Reese James in a positive way, like on a Instagram post, and I was like, "Wow, I talked about a Chelsea player that Jorge Damn. told me." About. <laughs> I think the thing with with Reese James is that um, he's like a very complete player. He's very complete. He right, is right wing back, right back. He can. He's he's pretty good at defending. Obviously, he's really good going forward. Uh, he's athletic, so he's just a very very complete player. He's everything you want for for a wide player. It just sucks that uh, he may not be the number one on I his know, national team because because like, of you know having Trent, who's <laughs> really freaking good too. And, and Trent is like. His passing know. is miles better. Dude, yeah. He's, yeah. Trent is, I don't know. I, I, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Uh, but Aaron Juan Basaka, bro, you're killing me, dude. Man United, like. You're, he's not even like. A, like, Aaron Juan Basaka needs to be converted into a center back. He is a raw center back that no one notices, but that's what his position is supposed to be. Okay. Like, yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. nobody wants to harness his talent. Maybe he's a stubborn guy. I don't mm-hmm. know. That could be but, the case. No, but, I don't know. but I just feel like he has the body, the legs, mm-hmm. but he needs to gain that awareness. He's a raw physical talent, and I think he his future is the center back. Make and I work. think whoever comes in needs to realize that. Yeah. But the yeah. saga ain't no right back. Yeah. He's distant third. Trash. <laughs> but what I wanna also highlight too is how when Ziyech and Pulisic came on how right away how much of an impact they had uh Ziyech was involved in multiple goal attempts he ultimately just got one assist but I, I think just one let me just check to make sure yeah he just got one assist the the one to pull yeah because he was only on the field for the pull segment done uh but uh, he assisted Pulisic but he set up like three or four other goals in that like time period that they came on and it, it, he just looks so dangerous. And Pulisic, too, running in behind the lines like that. Well, fuck. Dude, dude. It's the same way he scored against Mexico. Pulis- exactly. That is Pulisic is like bread and butter. I uh-huh. feel like. Second he, post he, runs. He makes post. great runs. Yeah, or he, yeah, he just, he goes, he goes, he's great at getting in behind the line. And what better player to pick him out than, than Ziyech? We all know what Ziyech can do. Ziyech in that left foot does a great job of making Amazing, the pass. Amazing, dude. So I was just, he just put it on a platter for him. So that all around good game. I'm glad to see both Chilwell and um, and James getting assists. They're flying right now. Tuchel's with Tuchel's system. They are flying. They are, they are flying. I, uh, yeah. Currently in the Premier League, Chelsea sit 29 points, three points above Manchester City at 26. Yes. yes, yes. So they're building a little gap. Yeah, it's small, but we'll take it. Yeah. For now, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Now let's round off some other scores of the, of the weekend, of the Saturday. You had Aston Villa 2-0 in Stevie Gerrard's debut. Shout out Stevie G. Stevie G comes out with two wins, uh, Watkins and Mings. Oh, they? So. Tyron Mings, Holly Watkins. Good news for... Um, Stevie Gerrard, maybe they're they're gonna be competitive. Yeah, you know? hey Brian, Brian's a pretty pretty 
pretty good team, dude. They've been a like a, like a sleeper has, team. They've been season. sleeping and they've been in the top four. Or yeah, five yeah. Recently. Mwape yeah. has been making some noise. I mean, he's always kind of been around in the headlines, mm-hmm. especially against Arsenal. <laughs> always against Arsenal. <laughs> but he he's been he's been relatively consistent in the last year and a half or so. Uh, so Brighton, not a bad team. Uh, Austin Villa also a team that everyone expected them to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But they obviously lost a huge, huge player. They and did pick Grealish. up a lot of a lot of other players. So we'll see. Maybe CBG is the guy. I think I think it's a great move for both the club and I and think Jared. yeah, this is a perfect situation for mm-hmm. Stevie G, who knows the Premier League, knows what it takes, and you know, in a team that that has all the abilities to be competitive with the players they have. Yeah, I think they yeah. can be like a West Ham. I think so. Kind, I think they you know? can rival West Ham. I I agree with you. I think they could rival West Ham, uh, and maybe Stevie G's the guy to do it because they got some good players there at Austin Villa. You know they got Leon Bailey as well. Uh, they got was it Buendia? Yeah, Buendia. Buendia. Yeah. Buendia is really good. I like that guy a lot. So, so they got some good players there. So it'll be exciting to see what he can do. Yep, and uh, some other exciting games on Saturday. You had two 3-3 three, three games, bro. You had Burnley Crystal Palace, and you had Newcastle Brentford. Like, dude, does that dude, not dude, say dude. Saturday goal, like, that breakfast? Lit, dude. Like, it was lit, bro. I'm, like, really sad that I focused most of my time watching the Watford-Manchester United game. Dude, honestly. I should have watched Newcastle versus Brentford, dude. That shit's crazy, man. As I'm looking at the scores here, I'm thinking, dude, you're, you're absolutely right. How did I not watch Newcastle <laughs> and Brentford? Because goal thrillers, you know? Yeah, dude. 3-3. Three, three, holy shit. And and Brentford and Newcastle uh, both have exciting players. Like, you got you got Tony on Brentford and their exciting play, the, the mm. team as a whole, you know? Sergio Canos and shit. And then uh, in Newcastle, I mean, you got Gucci. Gucci. St. Maximin. Yeah, dude. What Saint a baller. St. Maximin. And you also got, you know, you got Miguel Almiron as well. You, you got some pretty good players on both sides. So it was, it's an exciting, definitely an exciting matchup, you know? It was two exciting matchups. And then some other games on this weekend. You also had Norwich City uh, defeating 2-1 over Southampton. Pookie on the score sheet. He always loves to see Pookie on the score sheet. Pookie! Timu Pookie! Because, dude, because Pookie was on the score, I mean, starting, our boy didn't get to start. Our boy wasn't even on the the team. Dude, usually... usually, uh, they start with two up top. Well. And they play both Sergeant and Pookie. Well, so sadly, Sergeant was not there. I'm not sure why. But now another game. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Another game that I think was a huge upset was Wolverhampton Ooh. over West Ham United. 1-0 victory. And the Mexican Jorge El Raul Jimenez gets El on the El score sheet. Raul Jimenez. Big up for him. Uh... You always love to see him getting a goal. So glad he got he got on the score sheet again. So it looks like things are kind of rolling back in his uh, uh in his favor, I guess, with his form and whatnot. He's definitely not afraid to get his head in there. Yeah, as, seen. as we've seen him break open his skull. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this is a big. I don't know if we could say it was a surprise. I don't Dude, know. This West this Ham was a really a, good game. Like looking at the lineup. If you th- yeah exactly yeah. looking at the lineup, this was a pretty I think. Uh, 
tough game for both teams. But yeah, West Ham had been on a hot streak. You know, they were, you know, top of the league, close to the top of the league, yeah, you know. They got one of the most lethal strikers in the Premier League right Michael now. Michael Antonio, who just came back scoring a banger. So I'm pretty sure he's got a bunch of confidence. Yeah, dude, this guy is a fucking cheat code, Michael Antonio. I mean, he's 31. He's playing like he's mm-hmm. in his prime. Like, he's 27, 26. Like, this guy mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah, man. And to round out Saturday games, a thumping for Liverpool win four to nil against Arsenal. Ooh. And then, bro, did you see Arteta and, and club kind of get into it? Yeah, dude. I don't know what the fuck that was about, but I was like, what the? Dude. Like, what is going on I mean, here? Yeah, man. Like, come on, man. These are two coaches. Like, why are you guys fighting? And then, yeah. Then club kind of rubbed it in his face. With the little. <laughs> or he's doing the, the celebration. Yeah, <laughs> he, he like opens up his uh, his uh, his hands to his ears so he can like I don't know hear better or whatever. <laughs> I don't know some shit like that. But yeah, dude, that was crazy. Uh, and Arsenal coming into this game had been like on kind of a little was, bit of a run. I, uh, I was expecting it to be a tighter game, but. At the same time, it doesn't surprise me. Like I, 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 I was sick, but you know, maybe like three one would have been better. Mm. Like maybe that, uh, but a four nil, it doesn't surprise me either. Like I'm not. I thought they would have been able to. I thought take Arsenal it in the fight. coming in, we we're gonna have a little bit more confidence. But let's be real, Arsenal are boys. Liverpool are men. Yeah. Like, like it was. It just felt like that on the pitch. Like the goal scorers. I mean, for, just look at that fucking lineup: like, Salah, Jota, Mane. Exactly. Dude, that's those scary. top three got goals, man. Sadio Mane, Jota, and Mohamed Salah. Yeah, all three. And Minamino, who came on as a sub, scores a goal. One. So. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just think Arsenal that. were outplayed, outhustled. Like, Klopp has those guys working clockwork. Like, I, I hate giving props to Liverpool, but they are genuinely pretty good right now. <laughs> They're a threat. They're a threat for sure, bro. All right. Moving <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving on to Sunday games. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We only had two games on Sunday, Man City and Everton, in a 3-0 win. Dude, uh, like, do we care anymore? No. We know they're going to do that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> City's always going to win. Nah, like, props to them, dude. <clears throat> props Another. to them for their consistency and the fact that they don't play with a freaking striker, bro. Oh, dude, and they're just playing with, like... They're playing with Palmer over here as an academy graduate. It's just like a bunch of young players. Like they're making it work with what they have. Well, that's because Ferran Torres is also injured, right? Still. Yeah, Ferran Torres is injured because I, I think I had to drop him on fantasy. Yeah, because he was he was scoring goals, but he's been out for a little while. So I know he's out injured. He's the yeah. person that would be playing in that false nine spot. But you also got a, a lot of other players. But yeah, dude, they're in there playing with two academy players. Uh, Zach Steffen not featured again. Oh, well, bro, when is Zach Steffen gonna be featured for Man City? I don't know, like, dude. come on, it's gonna be the fucking cup matches. Yeah, and uh, I think they got kicked out of one, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I think they are out of the EFL Cup. The FA Cup, I think they're. I still think they're in, still in. But the EFL Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one that. Carabao yeah, the Carabao Cup. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. one cares about that cup except for and City. He, and now he doesn't even have a chance or opportunity to 
to be a starter in a great team. So, anyway, we move to Tottenham versus Leeds. Exactly. Tottenham versus Leeds in a 2-1 win for Tottenham and... Jorge, uh-huh. Antonio Conte's first game in charge. Antonio Conte's, well, first game in Premier League game in charge. You're absolutely right. Um, it went well. Not really. Uh, the first half was complete shit. This game, uh, I, dude, I remember watching it and I was like, uh, I'm going to change it to Internopoli now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you look at their lineup and how he went? He changed the lineup already. He went up with the back three. Not surprised. I think he's going to try to copy everything from Inter and just apply it to... Uh, it's like doing copy and paste from Inter to Tottenham Hotspur and saying, Hey, you're Lukaku now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, it, it, it could maybe work. I don't know. It worked against Leeds, but the players looked like they had no connection during the first half. Absolutely like they, no connection. Like, Reguilón got on the score sheet. Um, off of, like, a rebound. Yeah. So, is he really, you know, offensively strong, you know? But, I mean, this is early on in Conte's, you know, tenure. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's kind of hard to judge him right now because the players are learning the system still. So, how could we really judge them and, and say that they... They don't fit the system when they're just learning it. They're still in the beginning phases, so I agree. It's it's kind of early to judge them right now. Pretty hard to judge them. So after this weekend's set of games, the Premier League table stands at Chelsea at first with 29 points, Man City at number two with 26 points, Liverpool in third with 25, West Ham still in top four. At 23. Think about it, man. If they would have won that game, they would have been tied for second. Well, that's crazy. That would have been insane. That's a huge loss for them. And Arsenal at 20 points at fifth. And then sadly, I'm just going to mention them. Man United at eighth. So it's not going good for my team. So that concludes uh, this podcast, Jorge. You got anything else about this awesome Premier League? weekend that just passed no dude just, it's it's crazy um, I'm excited for this upcoming weekend man every weekend is Hell soccer yeah. weekend <laughs> yes always dude and with that we sign off and we'll see you guys next time later skaters